0: Welcome, everybody, back to the Field Pulse podcast, the best place for you to upgrade your trade. I am so glad, finally, you're here, (laughs) Mr. Jeff with the 360 electrician. (laughs) Truth be told to all the audience members out there, I tried to launch the podcast with you, and you were busy. We were busy. This, that, life, everything happened. Everything got in the way, but here we are. Finally. <laughs> Glad hey, to have you, to man. that.
1: We, I think what it's been like three months. And it's funny because I can't. I don't even know if I launched our podcast, the 360 Electrician podcast. No,
0: you were getting it ready.
1: It was like, yeah. So you guys had just launched and we were trying to get that ready. And it's been, it's been a wild ride. I'm super stoked I'm here. I've been wanting to get on the podcast, obviously. Uh, I am a big fan of Field Pulse. Uh, Field Pulse does sponsor our YouTube channel. We are Field Ambassador. I want to let everybody know why. You know once once uh, you give me the the green light, I'll let them know what I do and why it's so so important for them to really know what field software is all about. so
0: yeah, let's let's get into it. Well well first, uh, let's get into that in a minute. First, I want everyone to get to know you a little bit. Uh, we had a discussion before, and you told me, I' would say a, your live story, but a a synopsis of your story. and it's very interesting. Where you came from, you you didn't grow up in an electrician family. You didn't, you know, you're not doing what your dad did. So, just tell everyone kind of where you came from and, and where you started, and and then that in itself is interesting. And then how you made the transition into electrical work. Daniel, you better be careful, man.
1: I I I run a YouTube channel. We like to talk. You start, you yeah. get me started. I might not stop, but I'm my abbreviated version will probably go 15 minutes. But I'm I promise you, I'm just going to give you the highlights. But you're absolutely right. Um, I always joke around and say, you know, my first business I started when I was eight years old and it really set the tone on, on all the skills I needed for the rest of my life to be in sales and just to, to be in business. And I want to give you guys, you know, the two minute version of that. I had a best friend that grew up in the neighborhood and he had an older brother and, you know, we were all, we were eight years old and, you know, we wanted toys, couldn't have toys. We had to buy it. We had to hustle. So he said, Hey, you know what? Uh, if you go, uh, to the golf course and you hop the fence. And you collect golf balls that are in the grass and, and and in the areas, you know, you get them, you clean them up, and then you can resell them for like 25 cents each. Well, 25 cents in 1978 is probably like five bucks, right, for us. So we're like, heck yeah, let's do this. And so the funny part was I never knew this was going to be a life lesson. And we would go and we'd get these golf balls. And the first day, you know, let's just say we found 20 golf balls, we'd sell 10 or 15 of them. We'd make a couple bucks, ride our bikes down to the to the hobby shop and get our toys. Well, we said same time next week, and we said yeah. And you know, during the week, I thought to myself, "Wow, you know what? We sold a, a lot of golf balls." I said, "This week, why don't we write down the names of these golf balls on the gar- cardboard box so we can get an idea of what what people are wanting?" And so, okay. sure enough, you know, we wrote Top Flight XL and you know, Sales One Hundred One, Product Supply Demand. Uh-huh. <clears throat> we wrote down the you know Top Flight XL, this, 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 and the day went, and it was all twenty five cents and. Sure enough, our Top Flight XLs were our number one seller. And then when those sold out, they bought, bought the Top Flight. I'm saying Top Flight because it's the only golf ball I know. I don't golf. Sorry. And so at the end of that day, we realized, wow, we know which golf balls people are really wanting. So next week, guess what? Those ended up being 35 cents. And so it's funny how just that experience <laughs> at eight years old and just trying to hustle and make money so you can buy more toys, which is really what we're doing as electricians and tradesmen, right? Uh-huh. We want to get the boat uh-huh. and the yeah. RV. You know, most contractors, I don't know any contractor doesn't have at least a boat or an IV. So it's the toys. And so that led in then into negotiating price because then we'd get to almost to like 50 cents a ball and people would say, well, no, that's too high. And then we went, well, let's go see how much a top flight XL ball is. It's a dollar fifty new. So then our sales pitch was, well, you could go pay a dollar 50 for a new one and then we'll find it, clean it and resell it to you anyway. You might as well buy it for 50 cents and save yourself a dollar. And guess what? There you go. So (laughs) that just led into, you know, that just led into my, my life of being a salesman. And people always knock me sometimes on the channel. This guy's a salesman. I said, of course, I want to, I want to sell you stuff. That's going to help you sell. I'm not lying. I'm not cheating. I'm just, I'm using common sense in my sales tactics and stuff. Anyway, we could fast forward. Uh, I My family is in the tire business. We are. Uh, my dad's the the godfather of tires in the Southern California area. D- direct family at the height, over 250 tire stores, uh, wow. in-house, privately owned. Um, now everyone's sold off and, and all that good stuff. So I got into the tire business, and I opened up the second largest tire seller on the internet, uh, who happens to be a sponsor of our channel now, OnlineTires.com. Okay. And, uh, and then I sold that company, and then when I was going to get married, me being Armenian—if you guys know who Armenians are, our culture—you know—my father-in-law was like, "I just sold my online tire company. I was living the dream. I did a couple of years of Bible college, and I was just camping and fishing." And my father-in-law said, um, "You don't have a job. You can't marry my daughter, being Armenian too." And I said, "Oh man, a job." So, fast forward, uh, oh, yeah. maybe a, <laughs> yeah, a decade earlier, I've, I've skipped a part. So, my family was in the tire business, and my mom, a smart woman, said, Look, if the tire business ever doesn't work out, what's your fallback? You know, I'm not going to be a doctor or a lawyer. And I, she said, Why don't you get into the trade? So, I did. I graduated actually okay. a two year degree in electrical construction and maintenance. So, now I'm fast forwarding okay. back. I needed a job. And now I'm about 30 years old getting back into the trade because I went to go find the largest service company in Los Angeles. They're still around. They're still the biggest. I said, let me go work for them. I'll learn the trade. I'll learn you know, everything they're doing. And then I'll just do another business like I always do. And that's what I ended up doing. And so back in 2005, I believe now, it's been 17 years, I got my license, uh, C10 in California, and I never looked back. Wow. And that's how I got into the trade. Uh, okay. And then that led, of course, into... Uh, moving here to Montana. So my business is still in California. I live in Montana. I run my business from Montana, technology. You can see all of, mm-hmm. all of the tricks and the tips all on the YouTube channel. And then uh, we just decided last month that we're gonna open up here. So uh ah. it's a surprise to some people. I am an unlimited master electrician in Montana and we're actually opening the doors in May here. So now two contractor companies and the YouTube channel uh, it's been a fun ride, to say the least. So that's that's where I'm at right now in life.
0: <laughs> wow! All right, man. That uh, yeah, yeah that, I Told you. it was I, a, I gotta a, say a real quick. Just checking checking the clock. That's record time. Good job on your <laughs> on your abbreviated last story. 20s. <laughs> I skipped my twenties.
1: I skipped my twenties. I moved to Vegas in my twenties and had the largest most pager stores. That's how old how old I am uh, oh, in Vegas wow. in my twenties. So that was another business that I did completely different. And of course I brought all those, all those marketing, you know, sales, software stuff. I was in the cutting edge with online tires when the internet just started booming. Uh And so I brought all that into the electrical trade. And that's really what I teach electricians, electrical contractors. My, my whole channel is for electrical contractors that want to level up and for those electricians that want to become electrical contractors. And when you wrap all that around, guess what's right in the middle? Your shirt right there says Field Pulse. It's field software. And that's really the glue that holds it all together. And and I'm not just throwing a plug out there, but I definitely want to talk to people about that because I find that I would say 70% of my coaching clients, electrical contractor clients, are still not using field software, and it's mind-boggling to me. And I don't know if you guys have any surveys or something that that kind of backs that up.
0: We do... Kind of. So we're we're a small company, and and we say it a lot around here. If if you're here, you're meant to be here. We don't mm. have we don't have anyone extra to do you know market research and take surveys and that kind sure. of thing. And so we are we are a very um, uh, lean is the new is a new term that we are a very yeah. lean operating company. And so you know we could we use another. Six people, yeah, that would <laughs> take a little bit. You know, we wouldn't don't all have to work nights and you software, Don't do it. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> so, um, but uh, before before we talk about that, I, I, you you said something that I really want to touch on, and I think is very mm-hmm. important, is that people criticize you for being a salesman, mm-hmm. and I I th- like to think, and this is be a little bit of role playing for me, and, and this discussion here. I am going to role play the typical trades guy because I, I, I have the opinion that I don't like salespeople. And there's a lot of people out there that don't like salespeople, right? Right.
1: Absolutely. They don't like
0: the, the salesiness or the hard sell, you know, Mm -hmm. or the, they, and, and, and I think I'm speaking for a lot of people, the majority I would, I would venture to say that Used car salesman that's just what everyone thinks of just use car salesman Wait, there's other kind of salesmen and the the business podcast the, the coaching podcast that I've listened to and the and the, the other advice I've, I've taken from people throughout my life you without sales you don't have a business right so you need to be a salesman in order to have a business. And so what you said about people criticizing you about being salesy, you know, part, yeah. of, I think, I think what they might be saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're the one receiving the, sure, receiving the criticism, sure. but uh, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, is that, are, are people confusing your personality type of just being, out you're just, I don't want to say flamboyant for like, but you're, you're, you know, you're not bop, your typical bop, 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 electrical
1: bop. contractor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not your typical
1: not your typical tradesman. No, you're you are know not. What? You're a- you're absolutely right. Here's the difference, okay? So the people that are blaming me to be a you're just a salesman. Are not the successful contractors and they're not going to be successful because in their mind, I don't equivalent a salesman to a used car salesman, but you're absolutely right. A used car salesman, we think, is a slimy guy that just is trying to cheat you out of something. Mm-hmm. When I say you got to be a salesman, and this is what I said on several things, you know, all of us are great at the trade, but we suck at business. Yep. You got to be better at business and business is exactly what you said is sales. And so think about it this way. Replace, I'm not a salesman, I'm a value man. When I sell, I don't sell anything. My policy, everybody knows, is you don't lie, you don't cheat. You, you find stuff to sell. If you, it, why shouldn't you uh, be worth what you're worth? So I have a video, it's, it's the nuclear power plant. You put a black X on the valve that's gone bad, mm-hmm. you know, value, and everybody loves that video. And that's what I'm trying to get at. When I say sales and I'm teaching you sales, what I'm really teaching you is how to convey the correct value. Because let's put it this way. Unless your panel just blew up, you're just gonna give me money and say, fix it. But if you wanna remodel your house, okay? And you wanna put some recessed lights in Anybody can do recessed lights. I got people that do recessed lights for half the cost that my company does. But the difference is when I sell, quote unquote, or when I offer it, right, Mm -hmm. I put so much value into that that the next thing that that the client says is, well, this guy was cheaper but Jeff gave me a better value. And what does that mean? And that's the type of words that we use. You know, I don't say buy, I don't say price. These are all, you know, this is all on the internet. I didn't create this, mm-hmm. but we say investment, your total investment, you know, if you, okay, paperwork. And we, we hug them, we squeeze them. If, if I tell my guys all the time, when you sell a job, so let's just say we're doing those recess lights or a kitchen remodel, you know, I always tell them, explain what you're gonna do as a pitch, as a value-driven pitch. Don't just say, that's great. We can go ahead and do that job. It's going to cost you $6,980. Why not say, hey, Daniel, I really appreciate you, you you know, thinking about us as a thing. I go, I just want to spend two minutes and let you know and explain how I believe we're going to do this project and how I've set it up. You know, you know, you're going to rip these cabinets down, blah, blah, blah. And I want to run my wiring down to your new outlets behind the cabinets. So therefore you have less painting and patching. Therefore you have less cost and let, you know. I'm going to do it anyway, but I explain it in a way that's, that gives that value. Yeah. You know, again, you could say, well, Jeff, again, that's sales. It is sales, but I, I have to make sure that that client says, Jeff is the one that I want to pay the $6,900 to and not the Mm -hmm. guy that's $6,200. Right. When they say Jeff explained it, he's going to try to save me money on that. I tell him, hey, you know, I want to throw in a couple of USB charging outlets on there for you. That way the wife is going to be super happy with you, Daniel, because now there's not all these wires and cords hanging out plugged into your kitchen counter, right? You got these USB plugs. Those are the things that I talk about when I say sales. I want to teach people how to truly sell with the value attachment, because if you don't give value, right? You're trading electrical work for money, but you're really trading value. The more value I give you, the more money's going to come out of your pocket into my company, and that's what I'm talking about when I truly talk about sales. Does that make sense? I,
0: I, yeah, oh, absolutely. And and I, I I've lived this revelation, if you will, where um uh, my last my last handyman business that I had, I mm-hmm. started un- unknowingly. I started at the lower end of of, of pricing per hour. Yeah. And I figured out very quickly, and I, I had—I I remember where I was. I remember the day—I don't know <laughs> the date, but I remember the day where I was—I was on a job and I was working, and it just something clicked in my. I was down on my hands and knees, I was fixing some broken tile, and I just thought, I probably have like a ninety-nine percent acceptance rate. That's right. way too high. I've way too many. Sure I have way too many people telling me yes. Yeah. I yeah, need somebody yeah. to tell me no. Why is everyone saying, "Wow, that's such your"? Someone told me, "I'm never." There's another thing I'll never forget. Wow, that's a great value. And I thought, "Oh no, mm-hmm. oh, I, you're too oh, cheap." Oh no, and so right? I just I kept incrementally raising my prices. Yeah, and until you even and um, that that's another discussion for another time. But what you said about selling value when. You are selling a job and you just you just you think someone is just about the money and they're just about what they're getting. No, 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 no. They're not just about the money. They're about what they're right. getting for the money. Sure. And so when you explain and I'm a huge advocate for this and I I build this into a lot of features that I personally build inside of field Pulse. I've built price mm-hmm. books. I have built nice. um, uh, different job uh, templates that we use. I go through there and I list out step by step, generically. So you can modify it, use a contractor, you can modify it and use what you need, but mm-hmm. I I line these things out generically just because I want to plant the seed with you, the contractor. Yeah. This is what you need to tell your clients. This is what go this is why it costs this much money. Right. And these are the steps that we have to do. And this is, for instance, how long it's going to take. Somebody mm-hmm. might think Because their neighbor told them their, you know, their ex-wife told them whatever, you know, whoever, whoever told them, oh, yeah, I had the same thing happen. They were in and out in 30 minutes. It's no big deal. (laughs) Just call them. Well, you don't know that it's the exact same thing that your friend or your neighbor had done. And so when you can explain to your client, you can justify $1,300 by, you know, this is going to be four hours of my time plus materials Mm. And 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 everything that goes into it, oh, okay. And then people start to understand, you know, the again the value proposition. They start to understand what all goes into it. Um, I have a lot of these discussions with. Um, I've been reaching out to a lot of HVAC contractors lately, mm-hmm. and they're complaining about not getting not getting the value that they want for system replacements. Right. And I said, "Well, do they know how long do they know how long it's going to take?" Yeah, I tell them I'm going to be here most of the day. Okay, do you tell them exactly what I just said? Step by step, we're going to mm-hmm. discharge the Freon. We're going to depower the unit. We're going to take the insulation off. We have to scrap the old unit. By the way, we have to take it to a recycling center even after uh, the job is done because right. you know, of regulations and all this. And just go step by step in mm-hmm. almost... Don't do it, but excruciating detail, to man. <laughs> yeah. all yeah. the things you have to do, all the little parts and pieces that they're going to get, which usually, you know, if, if even you, the electrician, you know, you're, you're used to just counting up wire by the box, you know, because you, you buy it by mm-hmm. the box, you buy it by the pallet. Mm-hmm. Tell someone how much wire you're going to use. Tell someone how many switches you're going to use. Tell someone, sure. you know, the, the different nuances of what makes their project unique and what you're going to have to do to do it the right way. Yeah. It, they yeah, you got you got to give just
1: that much more. I always say if you give that much more value than the next guy. And what's yep. value? Value doesn't always mean price. Nope. Value means that you walked in and you don't smell and you actually showered. And I joke and I say you don't have Satan written on top of your forehead, you know, Mm -hmm. so that I even let you in. But absolutely, you you hit so many things, you know, uh, on the thing. And by the way, here's a little free coaching session. There's really two reasons, and you hit it on the head. When I coach, I say out of the last 10 clients you saw, how many said yes? And they say, you know, if they say four or five, that's one thing. But if they say nine or ten, and I tell them, though, there's two reasons for that. It might be that your price is too low. It might be. And we get into coaching of, of pricing mm-hmm. stuff. But the second thing is I call it the unicorn stage, and that's where we are. Not enough tradesmen, too much work. You're getting the yes if you have a heartbeat. So you got to be careful <laughs> as a tradesman, as an electrician, because when that dries up and you still, still think you're Superman and you've bought your new trucks and you've got all this going, and, you, dude, the economy goes up and it goes down. I tell everybody you got to be the McDonald's of tradesmen, and they go, what the heck does that mean? Well, think about it. If I roll up in a Bentley and order a Big Mac, it's $4. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know how much it is, $4.99. If I roll up and I walk in, you know, and my shirt's tattered and, and I haven't showered in three weeks, Big Mac is four dollars and ninety-nine cents, right? So there's that steadiness. The steadiness mm-hmm. is important for growth. I'm not saying that you shouldn't charge more when you know it's going to be a pain in the rear job, customers a pain. In, you know, you get some – idea. You know, there's indicators, but this is common sense. Yes. In general, <laughs> you have to get everything tuned in so that you go in, you go out you close the sale as fast as you can, you know your pricing as fast as you can and you move on to the next one. And then vice versa with McDonald's. It's it's not that the price is the issue, then you go to selling as many Big Macs as you can. So mm-hmm. it's this hand in hand. I got I got some people that say, "Well, Jeff, I just coached with you and you know, my daily labor rate is, you know, I'm charging more than that." And then that's when I get to it. I go, "Yeah, but you had no idea why you were charging that. Now you have an idea. We give you the steps, you plug it in." So I think you're absolutely correct. Is people need to price correctly so they they sell seven or eight jobs out of ten. If you're selling more than that, again, it could be the unicorn stage, so you're not priced wrong, but you might be charging too little. And I find that 60 percent charge too little, twenty percent charge just right, and twenty percent are charging more after we do the numbers. But now they know why they're charging more. You know where where the numbers are. Yeah. And so you, you hit the nail more on the head. Absolutely.
0: It just, yeah, just yeah, no know-
1: a panel upgrade. Those are automatically one-day jobs, but you're getting two days' worth of labor. Why is that? Value. It's a value job. That's the mm. heart of your electrical. That's just how it is. You know, uh, recessed lights are the oil changes in our field, right? Mm-hmm. So we hardly get any money, and yet I would argue that installing 12 recessed lights is probably harder than doing a 200-amp surface mount panel upgrade. So, you know, because now you're in an attic, you're wiring, and some people might disagree, but you got to tarp the place, you're inside the house, you got to be clean. Outside, you're, you know, you're taking it out, putting it in, no one's bothering you, no one, you know. So I, I argue with that and say your recessed lights that you make no money are a harder job than, than the value-driven jobs. And, and so, you know, that's generators, value could be value-driven job depending on your con- uh, concentration of competition yeah. and, and stuff like that. So it's super important to tune in your, your pricing for sure.
0: Absolutely. And, and one to, not to belabor the point on, on value, but one more, one more thing I was wanting to ask you about specifically, because you run, you run such an effective business and a successful business. There's a lot of contractors who try to find a niche and they try and find something that they, they don't want to be a generalist. They want to be a specialist Mm. and Mm. they I, I, okay, I say there's a lot. I have I have talked to a few now that are getting out of general uh, HVAC. If it's just replacing systems, they only want to do indoor air quality, or mm-hmm. they only want to specify in boilers, or with electricians, you know, they only want to do uh, panel changeouts. Uh, we have a client who only does water heaters. That's all he does. He does not do you're, any other plumbing except for water heaters.
1: You're putting all your eggs in one basket.
0: Yeah, and right. While you can, and and this is what I wanted to ask you about, what do you see in the electrical field, in the electrical industry, pros and cons of of finding mm-hmm. of, of of narrowing down your services and maybe only maybe only doing two or three things,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: I I, I when I'm trying to get to my my question that's in my brain of just do you do you think it's better to cast a wide net and take Mm -hmm. whatever comes in like a largemouth bass? Or do you think, do you think narrowing down your services and maybe having a narrow field of vision is more effective?
1: So I, it definitely is tailored to the individual business and the experience that the employees have for sure. So that's number one. So I, I never, the grass is never greener on the other side. It's only green where you water it. I don't know if I'm probably heard that somewhere, but I'm going to trademark a lot of my sayings. So uh, we all, you know, be, we're all great at the trade, sucking a business. That's one. Uh, the grass is never greener, you know. That's two. Uh, don't pay for leads; be the lead. There's another one. Okay, but so it really depends on your company, and it, and it depends on your staff and and your guys. So I will preach it all day and all night. I am all about diversifying, diversifying, diversifying. Okay. It's the I've been around for 17 years in the brick and mortar. We've never had a red year ever. In fact, the worst years for most other in the economy are our best years, and I'll tell you about that. Again, it's a McDonald's analogy. <clears throat> I think that if, when I hire, for example, and I'm going to hire an apprentice, most people, and I'm generalizing, I haven't surveyed this, I'd say if I was an electrical contractor, and I've had, by the way, apprentices, not a single one of my apprentices had any electrical skills when I hired them. Not one bit. You know what they did? My very first apprentice was actually a uh, auto mechanic. My second apprentice was a painter, drywaller. Uh, Another one of my uh, um, uh, apprentices I remember was uh, going in Bible college, going to be a pastor. And you're thinking, Jeff, why the heck would you hire that? Well, I'll tell you why. All, so what does this mean? None of them were electrical because I can teach an apprentice electrical. All they need to do is hold pipe. And I just did the 21 irrefutable laws to be the best electrical apprentice on the video and on mm-hmm. the, on my podcast. And I give yeah, you yeah, 21. Yeah. Irre, yeah. And one of those is predict the future of your journeyman. And, and that's all I needed. I just needed someone in a couple of weeks to know that if I'm laying a hundred feet of pipe, make sure that next piece of pipe's ready for me. Okay. But here's what I can't teach them. The pastor I can't teach someone to go and talk to c- clients in a manner, in a way that's pleasing. That's pe- So again, you want to say, Jeff, we're getting back to sales. This is not, this is, you know, if I sent, I don't want to name it by name, but he would be like, hey, Mr. Daniel, how are you? Listen, we're almost wrapped up. We want to thank you. That's what a pastor talks to people, loves them. My painter, well, guess what? Now I could take on jobs that I would say, hey, Daniel, don't even worry about it. We're gonna have to bash the wall to get that sub-panel out, but in my price, I've already included painting and patching. Now the other guy doesn't get that money. I get that money. I charge a premium and still pay my apprentice apprenticeship, right, and so you see what it, the auto mechanic, you know how mechanically inclined He actually started changing sub panels for big apartment complex remodels. We had Mm -hmm. after one year of being with me, I was able because he had a mechanical background. He's like a master mechanic. And now, by the way, he went back to the mechanical trade. He owns his own shop and does very, very well. I would leave him and say, that's it. He was the, he knew it once he did it once. It was just like doing, you know, changing a fan belt or everything. So I tell everybody diversify your employment field. Now your journeyman's and your uh, master's is a little tougher but I got guys that co- I coach, and they go, you know, they go right out the gate. They go, I'm a, I'm a commercial electrician. I've been doing it for 30 years, and I say, okay, you know, and I want to do, you know, how am I going to get apartment building jobs? Great. How many, how many other helpers do you have? Oh, I just went on my own. Why are you jumping into, you know, skyscrapers when you're really set up to change light bulbs? I yeah, don't, <laughs> they don't have the diversified <laughs> skills to do yeah. residential. They're scared of it. Nothing wrong with it, but I always tell everybody. So I'm a big one to cast the net. By the way, why did I pick 360 electric? We do everything full circle. <laughs> okay. Gate motors, solar, EV, generators. You name name me a day that we don't have work. Of course we do. I, I wish I brought my job sheet. I have 21 jobs on the sheet this week in LA. I guarantee you that not two of them are, are alike. Low wow, voltage. okay yeah and it's it's pretty amazing, and then we have a diverse of, uh, a group of people. What I don't know, I hire someone that does. What they don't know, I know or somebody else knows, and that's how we built that team, which also makes us probably about eighty to ninety percent efficient, by the way, because again, we're, you know, everyone's filling in the pieces like Legos, mm-hmm. where if you're not, if you don't diversify, you're not as efficient. Now you got to wait for some other trade to come in and do something. And then you got to come back. You know, yeah. you got three different types of minds thinking on the same project. You usually end up getting that synergy to work together. So that's what I say. I mean, diversification, and it's going to get you through the recession. Like I said about the McDonald's, I can give you that analogy too. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Okay. So I find McDonald clients. And what does that mean? You want to find clients. So, it, okay. So it's booming right now, right? We're still on the ed- edge of the booming stage. So you knew when you were on the field, Daniel, and you got five clients that you got to go see today and you're hungry. What are you, where are you going to go eat? You're pulling in through that drive-thru, grabbing it. And while you're driving <laughs> and you got the cell phone and we're too busy to have lunch. So we're McDonald's-ing it every day. Yeah. Well- a year from now, unfortunately, I see that the economy is going to go down. I don't know how others see it. We're not, we're not being political or economists here, but I see the downshift. Well, when I look and I go, well, that sushi money ain't there anymore, I'm driving through the dollar value menu, right? And I'm getting dollar bill uh, double cheeseburgers, right? So that means that McDonald's is busy during the recession and is busy during the booming. You need to get the McDonald type business. Who's that? The developer right? The people that develop McDonald's, the people that build McDonald's, the people, Mm -hmm. it's an analogy. You're not going to go and get McDonald's. I've never done a McDonald's, but we've done Popeye's, Starbucks, and a whole bunch of other ones. Starbucks will never stop growing. Economy down or up, they have to open stores. It's just how the economy works. If you don't know capitalism, you got to look it up. they got to move forward. The more stores they open, the more they, they diversify their expense, you know, their corporate and everything. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they have more money, and they got to keep their shares up. So go after the recession-proof clients, and, and that's another big one. You can't do that if you don't diversify. And then I know I'm rambling on, but now the McDonald's no, no, guy. Now you. in California, you got to put solar on top of that McDonald's, let's just say. And now okay. we, we do solar. So not only am I going to do your McDonald's build-out, your TI, your ground-up, I'm going to do the low-voltage install, and I'm going to do your solar. How about that? And now I'm busy for a year instead of just being busy for three months. And that's kind of how we do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's… Easier uh, said than
1: done, trust me. Oh, I know. Easier I know, said than I, done. That's what but, I'm sitting here but,
0: thinking is uh, I, I can I can see the… I can I can see the guy rolling down rolling down 635 with his headphones in and just going Yeah, sure. (laughs) Right. Uh Well, you know, Um, coaching. I do do coaching. I'll teach (laughs) you.
1: I'll teach you. I'm an open book. I keep no secrets. I've been blessed, and I feel like I got to bless as many people as I can to make sure they got food on the table and they survive all these recessions. Um, You know, I have a whole marketing course that I do. Again, it's based on just crazy stuff that I learned in my other businesses and all these secrets, and then I package it directly to, it could be any trade, to be honest with you, to electrical contractors, and, and I love it hundreds of people have done it and they all are just blown away. Like, why didn't I think of that? And I go, don't you think I said the same thing four years into my business? It took me four years. I've never, uh, I've never spent one single penny on advertising for the past 13, 14 years in my business. Not a that single was me. penny. That,
0: that was me with my yeah. handyman business. And I, um, so, uh, uh, if, if you don't spend money on, on advertising, you just survive on, on word of mouth.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Of course, after 16 years you do, but it's not word of mouth. I mine my own clients. So if you're my client, I'm almost guaranteed that you're going to refer me to three clients within that next, you know, right away, but I'll get three clients from you, whether, whether it's next week, next month, or next year. And I have the great analogy on that one. I'm going to give it to you. It's not exactly what I do, but here's the, the theory behind it. Mm-hmm. So if I say, Daniel, thank you so much. You're, you've been a great customer. And you say, Jeff, I loved you. I'm going to recommend your co- company to everybody. You've had that happen. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, now a handyman might be different because everybody does need a handyman. You're really diversified. You do everything, but let's just say Mm -hmm. for electrical, I think the average call for an electrician is every five years, believe it or not. So it's not very often plumbers are there a lot more, you know, HVAC might be there a lot more because they can do scrubbing of the things electrical, you know, besides smoke detectors, why are we going back into houses? It's usually every five years as an average call. So you got to be good at your marketing sales, marketing. <laughs> so what I do is I mine that. Company. So when, when I walk out of the, your house, I go, man, Daniel loved me. I gave him value, man. He had the check ready before I finished. You know, that's a good client, right? But then a year goes by and I go, man, I remember that guy, Daniel, he never referred to anybody crazy, right? Well, that's because when I left your house, Daniel, unfortunately you had an emergency or something came up, you know, the kids fell at school and you got to run to school and and life takes over the second I leave from in front of your face. You know, I don't, don't, don't we forget what we even had for lunch today sometimes. So, so I am forgotten as a contractor. If you're listening right now, 99% of your clients forgot about you already. Okay. I want to make it that 99% of your clients will never forget about you. And this is how that works. What if I did this, Hey Daniel, I really appreciate you. You were one of the best clients I had. I want to have all your clients and friends right you've all You've heard all the sales marketing things how how your referral is gold, right? But how am I going to make sure I'm in the game? So you know what I do It's an analogy, but i'm going to teach you how to do it without actually doing it this way. I will go, Daniel. Can I can I give you a free gift to your mom, your your na- you know your your family member and your coworker that you can pass along because I know that they're going to appreciate me as a contractor. Can I give you a gift to give to them? And you'd say, of course. I'll take out three hundred dollar bills, and I'll write their name on each hundred dollar bill on this side and on this side, and I'll rip three hundred dollar bills, and I'll say, Daniel, here's three ripped hundred dollar bills. Can you go ahead and give it to those people and let them know when they call me, I'll put the other half together and I'll apply it to anything that they get done, even a service call. Your first thing you're going to go is like, this guy is crazy, right? (laughs) But guess what happens? I leave. And then life takes over. Remember? It sticks. But hold on. Life takes over, right? Mm -hmm. You came home. Everyone's okay. And then you look down at the counter and what do you see? Three ripped up $100 bills. You're back in the game, baby. You're back in the game. I want to teach people how to do that. And I do it. So that's why I I never advertise the penny cuz I am the lead. I don't pay for leads. Plain and simple. That's just one out of the three major things I teach. I teach you how to take a flyer that's been around for 100 years. I call it spray and pray marketing, right? Flyers, packs, all that. Mm-hmm. Spray and pray that I get a call. Heck no. You're going to be I'm going to teach you active passive and progressive marketing all in house. You don't pay a dime for anybody else. Anyway, that's that's a big plug. www.the360electrician.com. Um, that's where you can get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I'll give your listeners a coupon code on that. But 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 coming back to that, that all still ties into field software which we ha- we haven't even touched on, but yeah. I want to.
0: <laughs> well, let's get straight into it, man. That's that's what brought us together after all and that um, just so I've I've said it a hundred times, but uh, just so you know too that uh, I I used Field Pulse in my own business before I came to work here. Um, oh, I had, cool. My my son was born and I, I came here to the office to mm-hmm. sit down with the team and I and this was a few years ago. Uh, my son's 18 months old now, but I, I sat down with the team and and I was I was using Field Pulse every single day in my business and I and I. I could see what they had it was everything and everything that I needed me me being mm-hmm. on my own and even and even when I hired uh, my electrician partner and there was a few things working through there that you know the the clicks weren't there it, it, the the button wasn't in the right place and I sure. I, I always had and I was always <laughs> chatting in and, and telling these guys you know hey I I see what you got but yeah. Can, can you take this option out of here because this really doesn't apply type thing? And mm-hmm. just trying to help make it better. So that, that's a discussion that I had um, soon after my son was born. I, I came in here and was in here for, I don't know, three hours. I met with Gabe, our CEO and uh, head of product and uh, customer success people and one mm-hmm. of the engineers. And, and we sat down for a long time. And then on my way out, um, they uh, made me an offer I couldn't refuse. and That's great. Here I, I am. love it. I love it. And
1: you guys have one of the best. Listen, I've done every software out there. I promise you for the channel. I always tell everybody, if I don't use it myself, you're not going to hear it on my channel. If I don't believe in it myself, I'm not a sellout. You're going to see a lot of stuff. I mean, I got a lot of people sending me a lot of stuff. If there's not a real need for it, I'm not even going to promote it. And then, so what happened is, and on the flip side, uh, I was with another company. I don't want to say the names, and and uh, you know we were in talks about sponsoring because that's who I was using at the time. Mm-hmm. The problem was my back office, uh, Jamie, and some of the people at that time. Uh, Gosh, I've been through so many people, but anyway, they said, Jeff, you know, we love it. I get it. You're passionate about the software, but it's so complicated. And I go, I know it wasn't graphically a pleasing. It was like 17 layers, just like you said about that button and that stuff. Yeah. So we started looking and we started looking. And so we hooked up with another company and, uh, that company, you know, it was great for just service. But if you got deeper, like we do, we're diversified and you start doing job projects that are multi-day, multi-year. It just wasn't cutting it. So now I had my other team saying, Jeff, that's great, but it just doesn't do what we need. So that's when the channel started, you know, embarking and I started the niche to, uh, of the YouTube channel for electrical contractors. And that's when I started looking and I started doing everyone's trials, right? I went all the way. And then, you know what? I don't, I mean, I stumbled onto Field Pulse. I had heard about it a while back, but I, I didn't do the trial. I didn't do anything. I kind of did like the top at the time. And then all of a sudden I see a couple of these, um, you know, uh, uh, modules and, and, and options. And I went, this looks like it's going to work. And so I got in there mm-hmm. and then right away, everybody's got the customer onboarding and stuff like that, but you guys have it on a totally different level. You know, I, they called and they, 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 even while we were talking said, Oh, I'm going to let the engineers know about that. That's a good note. And I'm like, Whoa, this is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And truth be told. Wait. So
1: I said, gosh, it looks like we're going to be using field pulse in my brick and mortar. And so that's when I made the call and said, Hey, how about sponsoring the channel? Because I've such a an audience and it's exactly and so I cheat I use my sales tactics and I said <laughs> I, and I forgot it was probably Michael and I said hey Michael I'd like you guys to sponsor the channel and he said by the way who's your number one client like who's your clients and he said like everybody else electricians plumbers and hvac and I went oh man really I said cuz I've been an electrician since 1991 but I would never buy field pulse what? so electrician sorry and he went well what do you mean I go well electrical contractor I can help you and he goes and of course right i'm doing the the, well no no of course yeah electrical oh great i said do me a favor michael can you go to youtube right now in in incognito and type in electrical contractor in the search and he goes it's you it's you it's you it's you hey how about we do that sponsorship and i said thank you let's go (laughs) and so i got I, I, i got about two months three months of training even before i accepted the ambassadorship and the sponsorship because I wanted to make sure it was what I was going to use. And so again, I I know I'm kind of pitching field pulse, but the truth is I tell everybody you can start with other software and it might be cheaper monthly, by the way, if they sign up with my link, you guys have given them 15% off monthly and 30% off. If they do yearly, that's pretty incredible. That's as competitive as you can get. The difference was the scalability. So if you start with quote unquote, cheaper software, the scalability is going to roadblock you at the most important time and that is usually two to three years into your business. That, right that was, now, you're that just on, exactly. on, on bread uh, and butter, you know, bread and, and water. But you're not always going to be on bread and water. So you got to invest into the right software now so that it scales with you when you get to be three guys at least or more. You know, look, you're going to stay a one-man, two-man show. I mean, Michael agrees with me. Maybe Field Pulse isn't for you. You know, one-man, two-man show, that's great. You know, you just get the cheapest thing. Use Google Calendar. You don't really need field software if you're only going to stay that small. But if you're going to grow at all, which is the goal of 300 of my coaching clients, or else why would they pay for coaching, I always tell them it's the scalability that Field Pulse allows you to get. You can run projects with it. The market, I mean, there's so much in Field Pulse. Obviously, they can go to your your website and check. I mean, we we do another six hour podcast that we just talked about everything Field Pulse does.
0: Yeah, that GPS was tracking say, that was... was
1: huge for me. I'm running a company twelve hundred miles away. I want to hit one button and see where my cars are, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the software some of the other guys don't offer GPS tracking within the system. I don't want to go to a different portal. I want to be within. All these different things about Field Pulse really is what drew it. And then again, I did have the channel, so I was able to get the sponsorship. Trust me, at fifteen percent and thirty percent, it's like being sponsored, plain and simple.
0: Yeah, I, I was. I was just trying. I was just going to say that 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 was me too. I, I was I was with somebody else when I first started my handyman business, and me all by myself, I ran up to the limits of that other smaller software platform, and right. I I found myself doing using literally using the software as far as it would go, as much as I could get out of it. And then I I had to hire an assistant to help me do other things outside of using the software because I was doing Mm -hmm. similar to you being diversified. I was doing sizable projects that would take me two and three Mm -hmm. days, but then I was also doing the hourly stuff. And that software was great for, for running two jobs a day, three jobs a day. But if I was on the same job for two or three days and I had to, well, when I when I would submit an estimate to somebody, I would always require a down payment, and they didn't have the capability to do that. So then right. it was then it was a bookkeeping function for me to do in QuickBooks to mark that invoice as you know partially paid and, da, 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 and all this stuff. And so then it became just writing down stuff in a notebook to try and keep track <laughs> yeah. of it. And, and then I was We've back there, to using that. paper when I still had right. a software an app on my phone. I, what am I doing? This is stupid.
1: <laughs> and, and one of your number one problems, I'm sure, collecting. You're, you're so busy that it's billing the customer to get paid. What became really difficult. And now you're you now you're like, man, I got to pay. The guy from last week still owes you money. Feel pulse takes care of all that. You hit a link, they pay on the credit card. Before you even walk out the door, it's already paid for, and you know it. It's just incredible. It's such a must. It's such a must. Here's another thing, by the way, Daniel, not to break in, but Square D just had a major recall on on QO panels. Yes,
0: yes, they did. A lot of
1: people, in fact, Brad, big shout out to you. I switched him over to uh, Field Pulse from Jobber, was saying how he's using it now because it's all populated and automatically pops in. And here's the great part. If you start using the tags, and Field Software allows you to Tag it. So I didn't even think about it, but this thing brought it on. Now I tag every single job with like fifteen different tags. Yes. You know, if it's a gate motor, I'll do gate motor. Was it on vinyl or metal? Was it a uh, master or a uh, Ram? Was it th- we know what? What was the panel? Was it a home line? Was it Q? Because then if anything ever pops up, you go, oh man, home line Q. Boom, boom, boom. The tags pop up. Now guess what? You got all those clients to call back and say, hey Daniel. We got a recall. We're going to come in and take care of it for free for you. Of course, you're getting the money from Square D, but it's just that revenue source. Mm -hmm. You know, smoke detectors, fall back, spring forward, you should change the batteries. You're not doing anything. You're sitting around. You type in smoke detector on your tag. Everybody you've changed smoke detectors for, you send them an, an email saying, hey, we got a special this month. You know, we're going to replace all you. You're getting back into the door. And once you're getting back in the door, your job is to kind of look around, give a safety check, do all that stuff, and try to get more work.
0: Yeah, I I am I'm, I'm glad you said and tags. Rip up, I am And rip sorry, and rip up $100 bills, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh I am the biggest advocate in the office for tags. Um everyone likes them, but no one here has owned the business like I have, and so when I when I put tags on my jobs, I when I figured that out, I I, I would use a tag for like a, a a reference source um you know mm-hmm. where where and where and how they got my number because I, mm-hmm. I didn't do any advertising either it was all word of mouth right and right. and and so I would that's what I kind of started using it for, but then I started thinking outside the box a little bit what if What if I started putting in how long i how long I spent there, and then um I started asking people about their birthdays or about their kids like you mm-hmm. know stuff that their kids are up to and and that that's was me. Cool. That was me getting to to know people, right It's was just right you know tell me about your family you know do do are, are any dogs gonna greet me at the door when I get there? I need to be ready yeah. for that you know type thing yeah. and, and, and that kind of thing. and so I, I started using tags for all these all these things and all, all these all these very, very different things and and then being able to search and and cat excuse me, being able to categorize my jobs by tags then it gave me insights into my business of what I was actually doing. Uh, For instance, I I stopped after a while. I just told a story about doing tile repair. After a little Mm. while, I stopped doing tile repair because I, I was able to isolate my tile jobs and look at them in a way that, you know, it's not really working out for me. I'm not. Sure. They don't always work out, and tile is... Not anything I really like doing anyways. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm just not... I'm, I, I, I you kind of blew my
1: mind there, Daniel. You kind of blew my mind there. Because when you put birthdays, can you imagine calling a client and saying, Hey, Daniel, it's Jeff from 360 Electric. And just called to say happy birthday, man. Can I send you out you know, a couple of ripped $100 bills to give your friends and yourself? You know, I mean, you just blew me away because you're absolutely right. I think that's... Uh, I'm going to make a note. We're making a video on tags because... It's free. It's field Mm -hmm. solver. It's free. You could put one million tags. Separate the more. What do they say? Uh, Knowledge is power. Knowledge is you know. Knowledge is money. I mean, what Mm -hmm. do you think Google is based on and everything? Knowledge, right? That's pretty pretty amazing. And and I love how you said that. Even the dogs. Can you imagine? Hey, it's Daniel. I'd like you to come back. Absolutely. Hey, by the way, how the puppy's doing? Yes. You know. Wow. You remember? Can you imagine? You have sold that job before you even walk in the door. You just blew my mind, Daniel. And that doesn't happen very often. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I mean, you use them, use them for new um, policy
1: in place today. Tag the heck out of everything.
0: And, and it, and it comes from just having conversations with your clients, yeah. right? If you, you want to get to know them, you want to get to know their house. You want to get to know their business if they own one. And just, just remembering these, these little things that they told you, Oh, I'm, I'm going to Florida in September. Yeah. Okay. I, I used to say, Hey, um, I would call them at the beginning of September. Hey, are you still going on your trip? If you need me to come by and get you, you know, and uh, turn your water off because they're going to be gone nice. for three weeks. Do you nice. have someone coming by to check that out your would, house? That would
1: be huge in Montana when you have to do that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So
0: they were going to be out of town for three weeks. Hey, I have lots of clients check in your property. neighborhood. Do you want me check to stop by your house and just just double check, That's make awesome. sure your doors are all That's right? That's awesome. They always said no. They never said yes, but the fact that you offered that, oh my Doesn't goodness, matter. man. And then
1: and then you're in their mind again. And by the yes. way, you could do all this in the notes section as well. You can yes. tag but what, yes. you, what yes. you also said is notes. You know, if if you if you walked in and the grandma lives there or is that Write the grandma's name in the notes. If you the dog's names in the notes. Yes. Tags and notes, I think amazing, amazing. But they, see, this is what I'm saying. We we all just get into the rhythm of uh, it's the same thing every day. And I tell mm-hmm. people, sometimes you gotta just knock yourself in the head and just rethink it. Within a matter of years, one, two years, you're gonna outshine and give that much more value. <laughs> that much more value means you win the job instead of your competition. Plain and simple. And you don't even give them a chance to, to price you out. My clients don't even price me out anymore. I've got a whole video on that, by the way, and how we did commercial and how commercial works. Commercial is, you know, they give you a little cracker and they want to see how you eat it. And if you make a mess, did you crumb it? No, you did a pretty good job. Okay, let's give him a sandwich and see how he does. And then that sandwich turns out to be a full course all-you-can-eat buffet. By the time the buffet comes, they already know your pricing. They already know you don't cheat. They already know your work. And guess what? They're giving it to you all the time. And there's that system of going. uh, But you're right. Out of the box thinking, I love it. The tags and the notes, love it. Again, yeah, I mean, just another way I can start using the software to level up my business.
0: Oh, and and, and I, I, I I I spoke about it earlier when I hired my assistant to start helping me because I was using another software and I had to keep doing things on paper and then we found Field Pulse, and then we didn't have to do, you know, paper and the old, you know, pen and mm-hmm. paper anymore. Then I started mm-hmm. reallocating her time into doing those things And and that exactly is keeping up with the notes, keeping up with the job notes. And then I also had her call and say uh, uh, I had um, we set up reminders in field polls for her to call a week after, a month Mm -hmm. after, three months after and six months after. Because I Mm -hmm. put a one year warranty on everything that I did. And so I Mm -hmm. had her call and follow up and say, you know, hey, Daniel was there last Friday. Is it still working? Whatever he did on that job? Is it still good? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Great. And it was no sales pitch. It was no, you're just a friendly reminder. And then she would call it a month. Hey, he was there last month. Is that door seal still hanging on? Is <laughs> it, it good? All right. It's good. Okay, yeah. great. Just, just calling and checking. And again, you're staying at top of mind and you're, and, and then it turned into when you called a month or you call three months later, Oh, I'm so glad you called. I'm in so busy. I just got back from from town and I noticed, nice. you know, this and this and, and just,
1: that's awesome. There you I love go. It. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it, I love it.
0: You know, it, electrical
1: is a, its uh, any trade, it's just, there's so much to it. The easier you make it for yourself, the better off. I have another um, copyright there, I guess. It's, you know, for me, I always tell everybody I teach, you know, they say, you know, I have some clients here in Montana that I coach and I consult to their business. It's not only electrical. And how it worked was they met me because I'm building my house here, the studio is above my garage. And they say, "Well, what do you do?" And I say, "Well, I have a midsize electrical contracting company in Los Angeles and California, and I run it from here." And then they're in shock, like utter shock, because they're in Montana, which is not even close to being as hectic as LA. And they go, "I don't even have lunch. I don't even have time to go have lunch with my my wife. I'm so like running around with the chicken. How are you running a midsize company?" So I tell everybody, you know, it's the efficiency. It's those things like field pulse. It's those things like getting your marketing down. It's those things that my motto is time is worth more than money. The money will come if you do things right, right? If you put the money and invest it in the right areas, Mm -hmm. marketing, paperwork, employees, field software, you know, all that stuff. If you put it exactly where it needs to be, if you hire efficiently, again, easier said than done. It took me a long time to get everything perfect, but that's what I teach you realize that oh now you have the time to live the lifestyle you want but still be that tradesman and and you know again and so it shocks everybody even to the fact that I didn't even want to open here in Montana but I'm so efficient you know we've got that wheel so oiled and and running that yeah, I can open another one here in Montana like I have nothing else to do. But really, again, <laughs> Field Pulse and and all of those things I mentioned were all the keys to the puzzle that put it together. It, life's not easy. Look, we still have cash flow problems. We still have employee problems. We still have permitting problems. We have all the headaches, but we use technology. We use software. We use everything available in 2023 to do it like we should be doing it in the next century, not like we did it in the past century. If you're still using a notebook, pen, and paper, that might work for you, but that's, again, no offense. I call it, you're going to be an electrical handyman the rest of your life. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that. I know handymen that make more money than me. My brother is a handyman in Texas, <laughs> and he's expanded and now growing. But joking aside, I mean, if you just do electrical then you're not a handyman. But I say you're just an electrical handyman in the sense that you're going to pick up stuff that's not in your trade because you're going to need to to survive. But mm-hmm. if you're going to be an electrician or an HVAC or a plumber, you got to apply all these things that we talked about. It's super important. And they all, again, they all plug into field software. At least they do with Field Pulse. You know, I have a paperwork course that I, that I again, on the website. You know, it's, it's covering your butt on all the legal. Well, guess what Field Pulse allows you to do? If you buy this course for me, it's all editable. So that you protect it. It's simple stuff. I mean, some of it is simple as, hey, Daniel, if I come into your house and there's something in the way of the, of the chandelier I'm going to replace, I'm not responsible to move that. You know, you have to clear that before we do it. And if you don't, and we have no choice but to complete the job on time, we are held zero responsibility if anything breaks, scratches, or thing. That's reasonable. Well, that's the same in California, as in Montana, as in Texas. All that you can cut and paste right into Field Pulse, which I love. And when they sign on Field Pulse digitally, they're actually signing it. It's incredible. Lewis set this up for me. They're actually signing at the bottom of my paperwork. So it works hand in hand. That's why, like I said, I brought Brad, Brad over and a couple other people because they did my paperwork course. And they were like, how do we get it into field software? Hey, Lewis, how do we get it? Lewis, by the way, is my, my, um, my, uh, what do we call it? Personal uh, liaison to Field Pulse technical support. <laughs> customer success. Goes, no problem, yes. Jeff. <laughs> I have so much success. No problem. I got it. This is how you do it. Boom, boom, boom. And then that's, you know, so it's really, really amazing. But, you know, I still use paper. Obviously we have to, but this paper is only the initial. Then this really goes back into field pulse, and we try to do nothing but digital into field pulse. But okay. once in a while, we have no choice; we have to use paper. And remember, California, we got to keep legal and compliant with their laws on on paperwork and stuff like that. And so, other other field software companies, you can't stay legit. You know, you you got some areas you, can, you can't do it. Interesting, okay. yeah. So that's a huge thing uh, that that people need to know. You know, I'm in the state that's overregulated. I mean, they regulate me while I'm sleeping. I, if you have sleep apnea, you can only do like five missed breaths every five minutes, or they're going to tax you.
0: <laughs> you're
1: you're in Texas. You can sleep apnea all night long. Nobody cares, right? <laughs> There's
0: almost no rules, <laughs> right?
1: That's Montana. It's it, Montana almost wants to pay you to be in business. Yeah, you know California wants to make sure you're out of business. That's the difference. So,
0: but well, we do? can have a whole other podcast about that, my friend. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, really quick, I want to, uh, you know, I want to give, you know, you guys have been gracious and you've given me a bunch of Field Pulse shirts, oops, as I drop one. And I joke that I want to be the Mr. Beast of Electrical. So I want to give everything away. So I guess if you're listening to this podcast and you decide to do the trial, now I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have the link, but maybe if you put it on YouTube, you guys can put my link at the bottom, whatever you guys want to do. But if if you guys are listening right now and you do the trial with Field Pulse, And then you email me with the same email address as you did the trial with Field Pulse. uh, And you send it to me. I'm going to verify it with Daniel over there. And then I, the 360 electrician, for coming over to me and subscribing to my channel, I'm going to send you out a free Field Pulse shirt. But I can only do it to the first three people. So... (laughs) <laughs> come on get on there try it if you don't have field software this is your opportunity and don't worry about the 15 percent because michael said if they came from me they will honor the 15 percent. so even if Absolutely. you don't find the link don't worry about it sign up somewhere put jeff the 360 electrician recommended me and then get right over to me on my uh youtube channel or email me directly and uh sub- by subscribing you'll know how to get directly to me and then i'm going to send you out a free shirt on my side just as a thank you for field pulse for for you know, sending me the shirts, first of all, and for you guys to really taking the advice that we're giving you, because I think it's going to be life-changing once you get into it. It changed your life, Daniel. It changed my life. So
0: Absolutely. I think it's probably number one. I will not be outdone by Jeff. So I actually get all the hoodies and all the hats too. So I'll, I'll give away hat, hoodies and, and hats all day long. Okay. So all uh, right, same thing. Uh, so <laughs> Jeff did three, I'm going to do five. So the first five, uh, tell him, uh just comment below or email me at podcast at fieldpulse.com and uh, get signed up for a demo. That's all I'm asking. Just get signed up for a demo. Uh, You get a hoodie and a hat. I'll give away five of them. No problem. They do have Easy. to
1: subscribe to the YouTube channel, though. The 360 Electrician. That's okay, and Jeff and Jeff Yes, there you go. We got to get something out of you guys, right? Yeah. We don't ask for much. Trust me. What I, I always tell everybody, I'm going to give you ten times value. I'm just asking for a subscribe button. Which subscribing is not even important anymore as much, but still, we appreciate it. It just gets a it puts more fuel in our tank. Absolutely. Well, yeah.
0: Jeff, that's been uh, that's been. Quite the fast moving hour, my friend I think that's the most <laughs> i right. 've talked in, uh, in a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend
1: to I tend to do that to people Well, Danny, I appreciate you i can 't wait to get back on and i'm sure we'll talk about a lot of other things as we
0: move forward and, yeah man uh, and I, I, w- I definitely want to have you on um, uh, uh, later in the year so this this is the spring spring of twenty three I want to yeah. get you on later in the year and I want to run down some some business numbers and some business metrics i want to i want to have almost a strictly financial, um, podcast sure. with you. Um, breaking sure. down your business. I don't want to, I don't want to get too personal with your numbers, but I want to talk about metrics. I want to talk about ratios. I want to talk about sure. numbers that mean something in your business, not just mm-hmm. top line revenue.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I would love to Daniel. I really appreciate the invite. Uh, again, I'll definitely be having you guys on the 360 electrician podcast as we still continue forward with that. And uh again big shout out to everybody uh listening and even watching on the channel.
0: Absolutely. Again, hit us up podcast at feelpulse.com. Go to feelpulse.com and in the lower right-hand corner there's a little chat bubble. If you want to talk to me, if you want to ask me questions, I work here. I'm here every day. Uh not on the weekends anymore. I'm done with that. <laughs> so uh during the day, normal business hours, uh you can chat with me anytime. Just tell me you want to talk to me, ask me a question. I'm here. I'm available, um, Jeff. I can only imagine you're more reachable than I am with uh, all the channels and and try, everything that you, you got out there. Sure. Yeah. So they can uh, they can reach out and and talk to either of us. Jeff, thank you.
1: Thanks, Daniel. We'll see you on the next one. All right, guys. See y'all. Bye now.